Hello and welcome to Web3 Delight Podcast. My name is Tesha Teshanovic and I will be your host today. Web3 is not about technology. This is a social movement towards transparency, consensus, inclusiveness, ownership and openness. To that end, we'll explore different elements of Web3 with our guests and learn from their journeys. Is this bear market maybe an opportunity for true builders in Web3? Uh, yes, I think absolutely. Um, we've been through a couple cycles now. And um, in my opinion, uh, through the two or three major cycles that we've been through, this is the moment when projects are actually building uh, with their developers, fundamentals are coming through, strong teams are being put together. And this is when the real projects that are, are pushing through this are, are here to stay. Uh, in the past, we've seen a lot of pump and dumps and, and projects that might have good fundamentals. So they say strong white papers, even tokenomics, um, but they maybe because they don't have the right backers or the right team in play, uh, they haven't been able to sustain. So I feel like this bear market has really allowed to filter through uh, some of the projects that really shouldn't have been around. And, and we are seeing a lot of true potential coming through right now. So another question there is, is the evolution of marketing in Web3 because as the bear market jumps in, the marketing becomes harder because people really want to invest in the projects that have solid fundamentals. Yeah, uh-huh. so uh, yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely tap in on that. So uh, just maybe I can give a little brief of myself and, and why I have a bit of like why I have an opinion on this or, or a prior experience. Um, so uh, I'm the COO of a Luna of Luna Media Corporation. And under us, we have a Web3 PR and marketing agency. We're headquartered in Dubai. We've worked with over 600 projects to date within the Web3 space. So I'm talking DeFi, NFT, GameFi, Metaverse, you name it. We've probably covered some sort of aspect within the space. Um, and uh, going back to back to the question and how things have evolved, uh, back in let's say early 2020 to maybe mid 2021, um, projects would come to us, let's say hypothetically, with a budget of two to three hundred thousand dollars, even to push through influencers. And the influencer like market within the crypto sphere they used to allow projects to really pump. Like they would bring the ROI. We used to pay influencers in the US, for example, 20 to $30,000 for let's say a three to five segment within their reviews. And they would actually pump market caps of projects a couple mil. That same um, notion doesn't happen anymore. And that's because the whole marketing strategy has evolved over time, especially during the spare market. Uh, we're now looking at more financial institutions and big backers who are actually coming into play and contributing to that marketing aspect more on a traditional side. And um, and even that volatility we used to see, we're slowly starting not to see anymore. And that's because just the marketing trends are changing. And even as a PR agency, we do have to evolve with it so even uh, our strategies like i don't want to come on here and say oh influencers are the worst thing to happen to crypto but there's ways to work with influencers now you know maybe skin in the game they get involved at an ambassador level or strategic advisor level and and that's how they can contribute to the marketing and the success of a project versus just trying to pump a project and and take some money as they as they make a review so that's definitely one aspect where i've seen uh marketing changing and um Though we are a PR marketing agency, the PR side is quite, uh, it, it has stayed the same through our cycles. Like we work with traditional and crypto media. Maybe during this bear market, we've now started to push 
more so on the uh, traditional media side. And that's also because traditional institutions and all these news outlets are more interested in crypto and Web3 as whereas a couple of years ago they weren't. And that's when your Cointelegraph, your Coindesk, The Block and all these tier one publications were the main source. Now we're starting to see a good mix. But on the marketing things, I think it is always evolving and it will continue to evolve. So what does it take now for a Web3 project to be successful on the marketing side? So on the marketing side, uh, there's quite a, a few things that need to come into play here. I think community is everything. And that's for your normal, your let's say your pre-ICO, your ICO type of projects, tokenized, and also your NFT projects as well. Community drives that success. They, they are a huge contribution to it, whether it's a DAO or, or what, whatever it may be. Uh, usually community exists on, let's say, Telegram, Discord, uh, Reddit, uh, Twitter, Instagram even. And they usually, um, they're the ones who, of course, can send that message out to, of course, bring more active users onto the platforms. If it's like a GameFi project, then let's bring more uh, um, user acquisition on board and things like that. So I think for Web3 community is a huge contribution and very important. And it's not something projects should neglect, um, though, of course, VCs, backers and things like that are very important. And having, let's say, a partnership with a, a MasterCard or a Visa is also very important to a, a project success right now, um, because, of course, those big institutions bring credibility to a project. Community is still as important in my opinion. Um, when we look at the market right now, a lot of traditional markets are getting into crypto. So uh, that's why we're seeing even, so we're headquartered here in Dubai and we're, we're seeing a lot of billboard campaigns at the moment across the UAE. And that's because uh, the government and everyone here is for, for crypto and Web3. So when they're doing these mass campaigns, they're doing it because of course they wanna bring more Web2 users into the Web3 space. And this is like a strategy they're using to onboard more active users. But if social media and the community is also in line, and, and uh, giving out that right message to onboard users, everything kind of has to work work together. So, so I would say social media is important, community is important, um, partnerships is a big one in the marketing uh, side of things. So, and that kind of aligns in PR as well because they, they work very close together. Um, but when we talk partnerships, we can talk with either existing projects. So let's say a new project just uh, started during this bear market and they need to build, of course, their community and their credibility. They might partner up with a well-established project within the space. Maybe it's like a, a tier one blockchain um, that they're going to they're going to work on or something like that. And of course, those blockchains will have existing communities that these projects might bring their layer two solutions onto. Um, we'll, we'll need their community to drive into their into their 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 project as well so and with that of course comes credibility and press and, and things we can create around that so partnerships is very important especially um for the type of project it is uh if we thought of let's say like um tier one exchanges as well uh it, though they're tier one it doesn't mean they need to sit back and relax during a bear market i think they still have a lot of work to do as well so for me personally i've seen a lot of trends with tier one uh, exchanges, making partnerships with government entities and banks and things like that and coming up with solutions. So, so during this time, they can, they can partner with these, with these in institutions and uh, again, bring more of a mass adaptation to Web3 when they're, when they're pu pushing out the press and the marketing strategies to, again, bring more users into the space. Um, but those are the type of things I'm seeing right now that are very critical to success during, during the bear market. So the whole game has changed. Now it's all about community. 
yeah i think i think it always was about community but now it's more about transparency community and 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 those partnerships yeah and that's another level of the game because back in the past like you mentioned with the icos in the era of like two years ago those things didn't really matter that much yeah exactly it was kind of like a quick um i wouldn't say pump and dump but people would subscribe to different launch pads stake some tokens and have early access to all these projects and, and make a quick buck or two <laughs> Uh, you mentioned a very interesting thing that a lot of uh, companies from the traditional finances and Web2 are now entering the Web3 despite the bear market. Yeah, they are. And um, I think I think it's the smart time to do so because everyone is building right now, like you mentioned. Um, it's it's a perfect opportunity for because it's the real projects are here to, that are here to stay are, are building right now and it's it's less risk as well on on these big institutions to partner with projects that maybe aren't as built yet but the ones that you know are, are fighting through these bear markets um, it's it's an ideal situation for the institutions to partner up with them and and even um, like your Microsoft, I'm seeing Microsoft partner up more with, let's say, the GameFi type of projects. I'm seeing the um, institutions, like bank institutions, partner up more with the blockchain and exchanges. Um, and and I think right now is the, the perfect time for that. The place where you're operating in, uh, Dubai, now is one of the global hubs when it comes to crypto and Web3. Why is Dubai the future of Web3? Yeah, so um, I, I've personally been in Dubai 15 years and uh, the trends I've seen here is they always want to be the first, the biggest, the best. It's kind of a, a safe haven right now, especially for assets and, and people. Uh, a lot of people are coming here now, especially because of the wars around the world from Russia, from China. A lot of people are coming here and apart from people coming here with a lot of liquidity and a lot of money, um, Dubai has really pushed, especially with VARA, the uh, Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, um, to to make make Web3 a, a big hub here. So um, in terms of, of everything uh, going on here, uh, the Crown Prince of Dubai, uh, Sheikh Hamdan, he announced earlier this year that they were going to put $5 billion into the metaverse. And um, basically, they're, they're, the government and the people of this region are for crypto and giving the opportunity for the people. So it, it's easy to set up shop here. Uh, the Ministry of AI as well, they're, they're willing to allow any business to come here and support them however they may be. So um, exchanges or, or crypto projects in general in, in the space, when they come to Dubai, they need to set up with VARA. They need to have these connections with the authority and um, they're being more than willing to support people right now in, in doing that. So if we look at other countries and where they still might not even want to consider crypto or, or they, they don't understand it because they think there's a lot of uh, negative connotation behind it, uh, Dubai does understand the impact of what it's going to do to the digital economy and the economy overall. And uh, eventually, um, Dubai also announced that they're they're willing to, they want to look at they want to see what metaverse can contribute to the GDP. They think they're thinking very big scale because they know what it what it's capable of. So, um, I just I've seen the trends here, and I know that that Dubai always jumps on the ball when they, they see an opportunity, and I I know that they see such huge opportunity with the whole Web three space. And there is also metaverse. Uh, Dubai is one of the few uh, places in the world that has its metaverse strategy that he's invested a lot into metaverse in the, on a government level. 
Yes, exactly. I think we're still very early on stages of, of when we think metaverse right now. My the biggest thing I, I look at when it comes to metaverse is still the whole gaming sector, in my opinion. Like we're still very early stages, but the fact that they're locking down right now and trying to invest uh, is very smart. It's going to create a lot of job opportunities for for all for everyone in the space and people entering the space, and um, it's it's going to be it's going to be very good.